Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, guys. Welcome to our show. Today, we discuss about affiliate marketing, and we are going to share some unique ways how you can use this type of marketing to get more results, sales, anything. I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Marshall Nyman. How are you? Hello. Doing well. Thanks for having me on today. For me, it's a big pleasure to learn something new about affiliate marketing because I use this approach. Um, I cooperate with some prominent influencers. Uh, I also partnership with uh, some uh, companies, big companies like Shiraf Sirenkin and also Sometimes they pay for my services. Okay, uh, before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and why you decided to share with us about affiliate marketing. Yeah, um, I've just been passionate about affiliate marketing now for over a decade. I got my start back in 2010. I just completed my MBA and moved to New York and was looking for some work. And a friend of mine connected me with a buddy. And the next thing I know, I was working for his company, uh, it was a startup. I was the first employee of the company and I worked there for five years. And that's really where I got my background on how affiliate marketing works and really why it's such a great channel. And for me, the reason that I love it is it's pay for performance. So there's no upfront budgets that you have to push towards it and hope that you're going to get a return. You ask the affiliates to promote your brand. And if they're driving sales, they'll get commission. And so it's a really great ROI. And, and a great channel to be part of. Yeah, yeah, love it. I agree with that. Um, and um, I handle a few uh, crypto projects, so they earn a lot with that because when you uh, write some awesome content, uh, high quality, valuable content, educational content, uh, yeah, you can uh, market some uh, prominent brokers and get these commissions and earn real good money, you know, yeah. Okay, uh, before we start, uh, tell more about uh, uh, how to create uh, affiliate marketing strategy, because I see, you know, uh, the main problem with that many uh, entrepreneurs, uh, startups, they usually replicate others, copy them, create something uh, that we have today. And it's hard to compete with uh, big websites, uh, with SEO or on social media because of having totally the same. People are not interested to get the same content. Uh, Google does not interested to run the same content. So uh, tell how to create the right strategy. For example, if I'm going to earn money uh, with affiliate marketing from your experience. Yeah. In order to have the right strategy, you have to really understand your category, the space and what your goals are for the business. Um, so to get any affiliate marketing program kicked off, you'll have to work with an affiliate marketing network. An affiliate marketing network is basically a place that brings together the brands that have the products. And then it also brings together the publishers who have the websites, blogs, whatever it may be to promote uh, those products. And so you'll pick one of those platforms to work on. There's about 10 or 15 of them. Um, and they all pretty much serve the same function. Um, and a lot of the same publishers are there. And once you have that set up, then you basically want to understand what type of strategy you want to employ. Um, typically, what we do is we think about it as a uh, 
top of funnel content first approach. There's a lot of different types of affiliates within um, affiliate marketing. We focus on content, but there's also loyalty partners. There's also um, uh, coupon partners. There's all sorts of different ways to work in the affiliate channel. It's just really on a paid for performance model. So there are sometimes technologies. There's even some affiliates that work on email or um, through, through social or paid search, but it's all on a paper performance. And once you decide what type of publishers that you want to work with, um, where we're focusing on the top of funnel with content, then we start to work with those specific sites that we want to get um, us to have the product reviewed on. So we'll typically get them the product. They'll then have a chance to, to use it, review it, write an article. And then um, we'll optimize over time. So, hey, this article performed well for us. We want to have them produce more content for them. Maybe there's new styles coming out. We'll get them additional products so they can review it. Um, the whole strategy is just really trying to find who can properly promote your business, who's aligned with you, who um, has your customer and demographic um, on their site, and that way they can drive that traffic to you. Um, so that's typically what we're looking for in affiliate marketing strategy. Mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned about uh, you, uh, that you pay attention to uh, top of the funnel. Uh, like it, of course. But can you tell how to get traffic to this content? Because, you know, for example, if I write educational content uh, to cover bottom funnel or medium funnel, so uh, I can rank on Google. But uh, top funnel is competitive and overwhelmed, overpriced, it's hard to get traffic uh, in SEO or many other strategies. Tell about your methods of uh, ranking or getting traffic uh, to this content. Yeah, it's, it's actually more difficult to find the top of funnel content and partnerships there, um, which is why we tend to focus on that. Um, the bottom of the funnel, there's a lot of different publishers. Um, what we tend to see is that if you have a lot of bottom of funnel publishers and top of funnel publishers in the same program, um, the attribution tends to get just uh, attributed to the bottom of the funnel partners, where we want to make sure the people that are bringing somebody to the site for the first time is getting credit because we believe that that first touch point of someone not knowing about the product or brand is more important than someone that's maybe already known about the product or brand and is at the point of intent where they're about to make a purchase. And maybe they're just looking for a coupon or a way to check out easily. Yeah. Um, so we don't want to pay or commission on that. We really want to pay for the person that brought us a new customer directly to the site. Um, so that's why we focus on top of funnel. Um, yes. And it's, it's definitely more difficult there. It's more challenging there. Um, but that is more valuable because that person hasn't made a decision where people at the bottom of the funnel, they're more likely to act on maybe one or two choices they've already made a decision on. Mm -hmm. And what kind of traffic you get uh, to this content? So we work with uh, a couple different areas. Um, the first is we look at mass media. Um, these are like the typical best partners on any of these affiliate mm -hmm. networks that we work on. So like a BuzzFeed, uh, Forbes, uh, there's some really large mass media sites like Meredith and Hearst who own all these different pop properties, Southern Living, Martha Stewart. So all these different websites um, are the first kind of bucket that we go after. Then we look at um, who your competitors are. We look at um, search engine optimization. So for a lot of uh, queries, um, 
like think about betting. It's a super competitive category. Yeah. If I started a betting brand today and I somebody typed in sheets, guess what? We're not going to ever rank on the first page for that. It's just unlikely. If you see the brands that are ranking on the first page for sheets, it's probably going to be Amazon, Target, uh, yeah. big box retailers are typically dominating the first few positions. If you type in best bed sheets, which is probably uh, one of the more common queries, as soon as you type in that best Everything that comes up is now an affiliate article. All of those big box retailers are no longer there. And so you could see there's 10 best of articles. All of those articles are affiliates um, promoting different products within those articles. So if you start a brand new brand today and you want to have some sort of coverage on search, obviously SEO, you're not going to rank overnight. Affiliate is a great way to get uh, coverage on the SERP immediately. And then over time, you can work to have a strategy around specific keywords that you want to rank for um, and then own those. But it, since it's so competitive, you do want to work with some of those affiliate sites. Um, the other areas that we look at is influencers. So anybody that's on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube uh, is a great fit for an affiliate program. Um, they have large followings that can drive traffic uh, to the site. Uh, so those are kind of like the different buckets that we look in. And that's how we build out our affiliate profile. We're basically trying to understand what is your customer going to type into Google to interact with that brand? Um, and we want to be covered in as many different topics as possible. So they come to our site. Mm -hmm. Yeah, valuable. Okay. Uh, you mentioned that you can set up a marketing message uh, on Forbes, uh, other websites similar to Forbes. Uh, can you tell how do you set up? How uh, do you uh, cooperate with Forbes directly or use uh, Google Ads or any AdSense, uh, any other places? H how to cooperate with Forbes and uh, similar site, websites? Yeah, so we, we have a relationship with a lot of the different partners we work with. Um, so that's how we tend to get the brands in front of them. Um, mm -hmm. If you're just getting an affiliate program started, you can try to connect with um, some of those publishers directly with the platform or you can reach out to them. Um, if you have their contact information, that's usually the hardest part about affiliate marketing um, is getting the partnership started. Um, once they're off the ground, they seem to start, um, you know, generating traffic and, and becoming fruitful. But just getting someone to take that initial chance on you um, and, and post about your brand uh, and drive traffic is definitely the, the, the biggest piece that you kind of have to get moving uh, in order to be successful in affiliate. And that's typically the biggest challenge that I'm seeing, whether people manage the program themselves or they have um, an agency doing it for them. Yeah, yeah, got it, got it. Okay, uh, you mentioned uh, you mentioned that uh, you need to understand the niche or, or uh, choose uh, the topic where you understand how it works. And you know, you remind me when uh, I decided to earn money with uh, totally uh, different topic that I didn't know anything about that, but I chased money. You know, I, uh, I wasted years of my life you know <laughs> spent a lot of resources and got nothing uh, just uh, and um, i remember the same mistakes a new battle did uh, he tried to uh, rent website about poker he failed uh, lost uh, time resources and got it it's better to go ahead with topic that you like you know or understand so i completely agree with that uh, i know from my personal experience i know i often see when webmasters are trying to rank uh, content or it's not about rank just uh, to promote content and when they don't understand 
what does it mean, how to satisfy customers. Can you tell for someone who don't know where exactly to start? For example, uh, if they have passion about some topics, but have no deep knowledge, uh, what you, I don't know, like to advise them what to do then? Yeah, and this is kind of what I was thinking about before you even started asking this question is, is my best advice is just to get started. Um, so with those affiliate networks, there's plenty of options out there. There's probably like two or three for somebody that's starting on the smaller side um, that have low cost and, and no commitments. I'd probably start there and just get one or two publishers. There's no risk in, in having somebody promote your brand as long as they're on brand um, and the topics are right. So even if you just get one or two partners and that's all it is for a little bit, that's still better than nothing. And it's not like another marketing channel where you're going to have a, a cost every month, whether people are driving sales or not. So I, I think it's something I would just get started with right away. Start small, get that affiliate account set up and then figure out what affiliates make the most sense for your brand and then try to work with those affiliates. Um, it's usually pretty clear, like from a search standpoint, which affiliates are best for your brand, because you'll see when someone types in whatever that um, unbranded key term is for you, you, you'll see the results. And if they're affiliate sites, those are the sites that you want to start to work with first. Yeah, nice, nice. Okay, let's talk about how to find these affiliates uh, from your experience. Uh, we know about Amazon, uh, but I think Amazon is not alone. Online, yeah, we have many other affiliates. Can you tell from your experience how to find the best affiliates that will bring more money or bonuses? I, I don't know anything yeah, about that. So the, the, the funny thing about affiliate marketing is that what works for one brand does not work for another brand. So there's no like, hey, this is the playbook. This is what you need to do. These are the partners you should work with. Um, I have some brands. They've worked with a partner that's been one of the best partners for them for a long time. We bring it on to another brand and it's not successful. So it's really just finding, um, it's testing a lot of partners and really finding who's aligned with your brand and, and seeing what works best. But it's not like, oh, there's one publisher and that's the publisher you have to work with in order to be successful. I see some programs where they're working with the biggest publishers and that's successful for them. And then I see some programs where they're working with niche sites they're not working with any of the big sites because they're a little bit more difficult to work with and the niche ones you know they're more focused on the product um so it, it's not like there's like a hey this is the best publisher go add them it's really understanding what makes sense for your brand and knowing that whatever your strategy is won't work for anybody else which is a nice thing like i think with a lot of other channels it's easy to replicate what other people are doing like seo you know you could look at somebody's site and, and know what their seo strategy is um, where with affiliate, it's not as clear what their strategy is and you don't know what their commissions are and stuff like that. So, um, there's just a lot of testing that you have to do to find which are the best partners. So I would say if you are testing it out and you got that first partner and it didn't work, that's fine. You know, they didn't drive any sales. It didn't cost you anything. You just keep looking for new ones and then you find one, they start driving sales and then you optimize for that one. So, um, it, it's just testing. Yeah, yeah, got it. Okay, let's talk about uh, uh, creating landing page. Uh, because, you know, I see uh, when uh, entrepreneurs online, they usually make a lot of mistakes by creating generic landing pages. We uh, totally, I don't know, like to check out competitors uh, and uh, submit reviews, submit some uh, common stuff, but uh, they don't consider... Uh, 
customers they don't consider someone who will use this landing pages can you tell from your experience how to craft this landing page that will give uh, a strong reason solid reason to uh, open the link uh, and uh, go to the partner program or what kind of benefits to provide on a landing page uh, yeah uh, to give this solid reason I think it's about telling the story about the brand. And that's one of the things that we really try to do when we're working with um, onboarding new affiliate partners is telling them the story. What makes this brand unique, different and interesting? And that's what's going to get them most excited. So if you think about it, an affiliate, they have hundreds of brands every day saying, hey, we want you to promote us. Um, the yeah. affiliate has to decide, who am I going to promote? Which brands make the most sense? So if you have a story and that story is, hey, we're sustainable or, hey, we have this unique offering or this is a product that's never existed before, that's what's going to be most interesting uh, for affiliates. And that's what's going to generate the most clicks. If it's something that's very like simple or, you know, it's been around, it's not going to generate as much excitement and buzz. Publishers don't want to, to, to pick that. They want who's going to click on the link the most amount of times because that's what's likely to get them the most amount of sales, the more clicks. So it's that story. It's being able to really speak to someone about the product and let them say, hey, this is something that I really need. This is something that's really um, valuable and I'm going to make that, that, that purchase now. Um, so that's what I think the best way for an affiliate to, to get that click is, is really um, telling that story. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, let me share my example. Uh, for example, I have my network and uh, many uh, from my network are asking me, please help uh, uh, to promote my brand. Uh, let's do these partnerships. And when they send me this form, you know, email, please fill all these fields, you know, to, uh, to figure out how it works, I understand, you know, uh, I, I have no time. I'm sorry, guys, if you can listen to this podcast, why I deny or even ignore because just lack of my time, you know, because many other things to do. Can you tell how to simplify experience? Because you mentioned that you cooperate with some influencers uh, and, uh, you know, uh, I deny because uh, I understand that it takes time to figure out how it works. I understand that I need to spend more time to uh uh, to learn about product but if i have no this time you know i just uh, for me it's much simpler to deny and tell sorry guys i can't or I just ignore the message uh, tell about your methods to cooperate with influencers who have network who can promote some products but uh, uh, in most cases many of them are busy you know so busy they have no time to reply to all messages yeah, so influencers are a very challenging part of affiliate marketing. Um, I would say like probably three to five years ago, influencers weren't really a big part of affiliate marketing. And really the last mm -hmm. few years, it's become a bigger and bigger part. Um, some of our programs, it's 10 to 15% of the total traffic um, coming from those, uh, from those influencers. Um, the best way to work with them, in my opinion, is think small. Um, if you go after public uh, influencers that have over a hundred thousand uh, followers, they're less likely to want to work with you on a paid per for, per, for performance basis. Um, so understanding kind of like where your brand sits, um, looking at that one uh, that ten thousand, a hundred thousand followers tends to get people that are open to reviewing the product um, and just receiving it without getting um, a flat fee. We find those bigger influencers are less likely to respond 
Um, a lot of times they maybe have like a manager or someone handling everything where the smaller ones, they're doing it all themselves. So you're actually probably likely talking to the actual um, influencer. So that's my recommendation is just to focus on smaller ones because they don't require those, those budgets um, and they're a little bit more flexible. And a lot of times we, we sometimes find influencers that um, are influencers, but haven't done anything with affiliate marketing. And so we're getting them set up for the first time on, on some of these platforms. So we find those partnerships great because if you can get in with an influencer that has, let's say 50,000 followers today, um, and they have a great audience, well, in a year, they might have 250,000 followers and you were one of their original partners and they want to continue to work with you. They want to continue to promote your brand. So I like getting in at the early stages and kind of um, thinking about it as planting a seed and letting it grow. Not every influencer has a million followers overnight. So yeah. get in early. And hey, it just takes one viral post for someone to go from you know 100,000 to a couple hundred thousand more. So um, that's the best way I would say is just try to connect with them um, and, and find those influencers that are on the smaller side that are open to working together. Nice, nice. Okay, uh, let's talk about building relationships or connecting with influencers, even with uh, someone from Forbes, because you mentioned on the first part you have networking with uh, uh, big publications. Can you tell how to build these relationships? Because, you know, uh, I usually get I don't know. For me, it's really hard to count how many spam messages they are trying to sell me something. In most cases, guest posts or anything else, you know, uh, they don't care about me. They don't know what what I need to get. Uh, they don't learn uh, what kind of benefits uh, I'm looking for. So they just send me templates, spam messages, and uh, uh, my spam inbox loves all these messages. I collect all of them, you know, to this place. Uh, and uh, can you tell how to build real relationships with people, uh, to learn about them, uh, to uh, send them a personalized message? Because, you know, uh, I found one study online that uh, only 8% of all outreach emails are open so uh, you can spend time you know to craft this email to write it but uh, people have no time to open because uh, in most cases recipients open emails from customers from clients uh, from uh, colleagues friends and if they have time you know to uh, check out other hundred emails yeah probably they analyze some of them tell about your methods to connect and build relationships uh, with publications and influencers, any for anyone. Yeah, I'm, I'm laughing because I've, I've been in that uh, spot many times reaching out to publishers. So um, mm -hmm. first thing is affiliate marketing is also known as uh, partnership marketing or relationship marketing. So somebody can teach you how affiliate marketing works overnight, um, but nobody can give you relationships with these different partners overnight. So it definitely takes time in the industry, going to different events, um, connecting with people in different areas, LinkedIn, um, you know, using all these different tools to be connected to different people in the industry. Um, and that's how you grow your network. So it's something that takes time. Nobody can just come in and, and say, I'm going to, you know, be a badass affiliate marketer overnight. Um, you know, it takes time to build those relationships and learn how uh, those partners work. Um, but yeah, reaching out to them can definitely be a challenge. Um, I, I typically will send a few cadences. If we don't hear response, we pause and then we'll pick up again um, at another point like Q4 right now. It's so busy that like you can send an email, but 
might not even look at it because there's so many emails coming in. Um, so it's sometimes also like um, what's top of mind. So maybe you email them about a brand today um, and we're in the midst of Q4 and, you know, it's something maybe more health related. And they're like, eh, health related stuff. We wait till Q1. We're not even going to touch it. Then you maybe email them January 1st about the, the, the health brand and like, hey, this is perfect timing. So we don't say, hey, we didn't hear back from them. It's a no. It's a, just a, a, no, a not right now. And then we pick that up, um, that, that up again and try to communicate with them um, when it's more timely. But it's it just takes like repeated um, efforts. And even sometimes you have a relationship with someone. It's busy in Q4. They don't they don't respond to you right away. So it, it is a challenge with affiliate. Um, and one of the reasons is, is because when it exploded like five years ago, 10 years ago, which is so many brands coming on uh, to these affiliate platforms, publishers had to start making a decision. Who am I going to work with? Who, who are the best fits? Before there weren't, there weren't as many brands. It was easy for them to work with everybody. And so that's the other challenge is, is there's so many other brands um, that you really have to have that story and something interesting about your product for them to pick you up or it's not going to be successful. So it's like part of it's the relationships, but the other part is it's being a strong product. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, let's talk about call to action. For example, uh, okay, I get relevant traffic uh, from different places uh, uh, to my landing page or uh, I don't know, to any other places, but I need to give a solid reason to open this page and buy products or use it. Can you tell about call to action? How to incentivize people, uh, customers to open and uh, take action uh, on a specific page? Yeah, I, I see two different strategies with affiliates. One is to give them as much information as possible. The other one is to give them just enough information to make them intrigued, to get them to come to the site. So um, very typical with affiliate marketing, you'll see these landing pages. Um, they usually are one page. They have all these different uh, sections and it's just basically pushing you down to the bottom. And then at the bottom is, is like the checkout process. You're not going to a second page. Um, those advertorials have been around for a long time. Those tend to perform really well um, because it keeps the person on the same page um, and it kind of pushes them down in the funnel so uh, they convert. That has worked well. Um, so if like it's a customer that needs a lot of information and um, you know you can get a quick conversion on that one page, then it's great. Um, I see what a lot of affiliates are also doing is they're putting enough information where it, it creates interest but there's not enough information there for you to really kind of dive in. And then you're like, okay, well, I want to go see the site to see what other products or learn a little bit more. Um, and then you kind of use the customer site uh, for the journey. But those are kind of typically like the two strategies. It's either give them as much as we can to, to get them on board or give them enough where we push them to the site and let the site convert them. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Uh, okay, let's talk about common mistakes. Uh, what kind of mistakes can you see in your industry, in affiliate marketing, and your advice how to avoid them? I think the biggest mistake that I see um, is sometimes there's fraud or certain publishers that aren't the types of publishers that you want to work with. Um, that to me is always the biggest risk with affiliate marketing is understanding the partners and making sure they're the right ones. Um, I've been in the space over a decade and I can definitely say that I've worked with partners that I thought were fine at the start. And then over time realized that it wasn't the traffic that we thought, or uh, there was something going on that was 
not what was to our liking. And so anybody that's just getting started with an affiliate program, they might just want to add as many affiliates as, pro as, as possible and like work with everybody. But my would be to really vet everybody carefully before you work with them. Um, you know, like for instance, you're, we're talking about Forbes, like, yeah, Forbes, everybody knows that's a, a, a vetted site. But when you get to some of the smaller niche sites, um, you got to really make sure that um, they are legitimate, that they are actually driving traffic from their site to your site um, and understanding that. There's a lot of things that I've seen with um, couponing or paid search bidding or um, fake landing pages to, to steal traffic and, and conversion. So you definitely need to make sure that you're picking the right partners um, and that over time you're, you're keeping an eye on them to make sure that they're continuing to do what you've seen. Um, that's usually the biggest risk and where I've seen people make mistakes as well. And it's, it's usually not a mistake cause it's, they're, they're professionals, you know, like they, they know what they're doing. So they do it in a way where you don't even realize. And then, you know, it's been happening for a few months and then it's like, okay, well, I'm going to turn it off now, but they already made some money on this. So that that's the biggest, um, risk I see with affiliate marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Valuable. Uh, okay. Let's talk about creating content. Uh, uh, how to create uh, content that uh, you know that uh, uh, give a solid reason to uh, buy products or uh, go to this uh, affiliate link uh, or anything else? Because you know, uh, I, I see uh, it's a big problem issue when uh, affiliate ma uh, many websites, not about uh, only affiliate marketing, they usually you know uh, create generic content. Uh, analyze uh, what they have online, create the same. And you mentioned about storytelling that uh, it works well. Uh, and can you tell, uh, for example, uh, even more? You know, I see when people uh, create, uh, you know, like hard content that uh, to submit anything. For example, a lot of features about the product, uh, but sometimes customers don't need it. Uh, I'm pretty sure I don't remember exactly the number, but uh, probably 83% of customers are not advanced. And uh, for example, when I check out advertisement from Apple, I see uh, a story, not a lot of features about the new Apple Watch. For example, yeah, I bought this Apple Watch uh, after a presentation. By the way, I bought three pairs because I can't buy only for me. Uh, I bought for my wife or my kid because they probably kill me if I buy just for me. But, you know, uh, I found one interesting thing. Tim Cook didn't share features how awesome this apple watch because many other watches that uh, cost less you know uh, have similar features but he shared three stories how this apple watch can simplify my life decide my problems uh but and you know when i watch all the stories i got it uh, i need them i need uh, i you know i imagine that uh, i own this apple watch and uh, i imagine that uh, my life is much better after uh, owning this Apple Watch. Can you tell about storytelling and creating uh, content that consumers wanna, uh, I don't know, read, wanna understand and go ahead with that? Yeah, it's funny. I've been seeing a lot around that the last couple of weeks where you don't wanna just feature dump. It's not about the features. It's about like more yeah. the experience or the, the lifestyle. Um, so I think you kind of definitely hit the nail on the head. And when we work with affiliates, we definitely see like two types of affiliates. We see ones that want to really develop great content. And then we see ones that are just kind of 
they want to have it to have it. And it's not really like they're developing great content around it. Maybe it's just, hey, we want to have the 10 best betting brands on our site. We don't really actually review the products or vet it. So they just, you know, yeah. the link and maybe they just write like one or two features about them. But the ones where they're like more niche sites, um, you know, it'll be like a one page review on that betting product. And it'll talk about every single feature and what makes it great. And so I think that's, you know, obviously what brands want. They want that content that people can really dive into and give them a lot of information about the brand. So they're like, oh, this is what I need for a better night's sleep. Um, so that, that's typically what I would recommend is just give a lot of good information without kind of, you know, doing that feature dump. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, you know, uh, it's better to cooperate with editors, you know, for example, if you uh, have some authors, uh, copywriters who can write text and uh, by the way, I don't cooperate with copywriters. I cooperate with experts, you know, who know the topic. I know, for example, uh, for me, it's much better to pay someone who uh, is uh, well experienced with the topic, have proven record, uh, then uh, and pay like uh, three times more, five times more, uh, then to cooperate with someone who uh, writes about anything, all topics, because they just rewrite existing content. And uh, even experts, uh, no, experts sometimes come uh, write awesome content, but uh, editors can do it you know they can edit uh proofread you know yeah and something like this uh okay marshall i have the question about uh, let's imagine you started from scratch without any experience knowledge skills what will you do today to learn more about affiliate marketing um i think the best way to learn from affiliate marketing is you have to learn from other people i think with a lot of other marketing channels for instance like seo there's some really great resources online for SEO, um, how to be an SEO, how to manage all the different pieces. So like if you're like, hey, how do I optimize for this? Like you can look it up on Google and, and get that information. And there's a lot of great resources for that. Um, where affiliate marketing, you can look up how to do affiliate marketing um, and you can read about it, but to really be successful at affiliate marketing, it goes back to those partnerships and relationships. So if someone wants to get started or if I was to get started today, um, the best thing that I could recommend is find someone that is in affiliate marketing and ask them to, to work with them in internship. That's how I got my start. Um, I worked for a startup, no uh, experience and just kind of jumped into it. And then you know, over a decade later, I've, I've made a career of this. Um, I never knew that would be the case. So just, you know, if affiliate marketing piques your interest, get with people that are experts in the space, spend time around them, learn about the partners, and then you'll be on your way. But having that experience with the partners is really the most important thing. And that can't happen overnight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I, I love it. I completely agree. I couldn't agree more with that because, you know, it's not only about how to learn. It's more about how to act, you know, how to practice. If you surround yourself with uh, experts, experienced people, you can learn from them by doing something, not only learning. So I can read a hundred books how to, uh, I don't know, how to use affiliate marketing. But if I do nothing, Nobody can help me, you know, uh, nothing can go, uh, you know, yeah, I, I agree with that practice makes miracles. And from my experience, when I read a lot of uh, guides, how to grow on LinkedIn, 
nothing backs uh, except acting when you are consistent in your way. So yeah, you can achieve high results. I agree with that. Uh, I have the question about the future of affiliate marketing. From uh, uh, can you forecast the future? What kind of future will be? Because because many things are coming. Metaverse, uh, web zero. What do you think? What kind of future will be? Well, I definitely see in the channel continuing to grow. Um, with everything with Facebook and the way the tracking changed a few years ago, that really opened the floodgates for affiliate and more and more brands wanted to shift from um, social to putting their budget towards affiliate. So the channel's grown. I see it continuing to grow as more and more brands uh, understand the value of it and the pay for performance model, um, I think is going to become even more interesting to brands as we um, enter the new year and people maybe didn't hit their numbers. It looks like uh, the recession and the economy um, aren't where people were hoping for. And so with that, um, I definitely think some of the affiliate sites will be a little bit easier to work with because there might not be as many opportunities for them as in the past where brands had budget and were kind of just leaning into affiliate. So I think it might be um, a, a little less crowded with some of the uh, fees and stuff like that working with the partners, but I think a lot more brands are going to flock to it. So it'll be this kind of interesting intersection where, um, you know, everybody's trying to maximize affiliate over the next few years, especially because of the ROI. Um, I think a lot of people in, um, you know, the finance side and other parts of the company see it as a great channel because they're not saying, hey, why are we only getting a one to two X re uh, return? We're, we're typically seeing a four to five X. Um, so I, I continue to see it as a channel that's going to grow. Um, I think there's still more opportunity for the space. I think there's a lot of things on the technology side um, that are interesting where everything was cookie based. Um, looks like now some of these networks are trying to go away from just cookie tracking to, to link tracking um, to having more effective ways to attribute everything. And for me, that's really like the next biggest thing just in marketing in general is really have better attribution to understand how the marketing channels work together um, and, and really give you a holistic picture. Because we know for affiliate, um, it never really paints the whole picture. It really has this um, large reach. And not every time, you know, everybody reads an article, it's, it's going to generate a uh, conversion on the back end, but it's still generated um a new customer. So I think that that's another thing that is very interesting to me. And I think a big part of kind of the future is that uh, attribution side of things. Mm -hmm. And I have the final question. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. Tell <laughs> about your unique selling proposition, uh, about your company, uh, Naimo. Naimo is better to pronounce. Uh, uh, can you tell, uh, compared to other companies that we have online that uh, help with affiliate marketing or content monetization, what kind of benefits you have compared to them? Yeah, so we're content first approach, as I mentioned. So we'll really look for top of funnel opportunities that are going to drive new customers to your site. Um, a lot of other agencies tend to work with uh, coupon sites or low value publishers uh, to try to drive as much revenue as possible. But we really try to find as much qualified revenue as possible. Um, I think we're also a little bit um, we're more boutique. We don't have massive teams. Um, we're really focused on delivering success for clients that are 
um, in their early phases. So we're not working with like Fortune 500 brands. We really like to work with founders who maybe started the brand a, a few years ago. They're doing a few, few million in e-commerce revenue and they're looking to scale up from there. Maybe they do or don't have that affiliate marketing program. They need an expert to come in there. Um, that's typically our, our value proposition is that we can come in, we can do it effectively. You're working with a, a small, nimble team. Um, and from a cost standpoint, I think we, we do have a pretty uh, strong offering too. So if you're looking to ramp up your content efforts um, around affiliate marketing and want a channel that's paid per performance, um, you can come to the right place. We're happy to have a conversation. Nice, nice. Okay, guys, uh, you can find the link uh, to the website in the description below. Listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Marshall, uh, tell uh, which way is better to connect with you if someone want to cooperate, build relationships? Uh, uh, yeah, Twitter, LinkedIn, or uh, what social yeah. media? LinkedIn or the website. I keep an eye on everything through the website. So if you if you submit a an inquiry or a call, I'll, I'll definitely answer. I'm happy to chat with anybody um, if they just want to talk about affiliate marketing or have needs for their business. Um, always open to a conversation just as you're like, what's the best way to, to get started with affiliate marketing is just to, you know, to, to meet other people and then learn. And that's always what I'm doing. Just trying to connect with others. So always happy for a conversation with anybody. Nice, nice. Okay, guys, uh, you can find uh, also Twitter and LinkedIn profile in the description below. Listen to Apple. Apple, Google, Spotify, and see you next time. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.